Podcast. So hi, welcome to Guys Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with Tim from the Seafloor Cinema. What's going on? And we have some questions to say about their new self-titled album. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to the record so far? Dude, uh, the response has actually been incredible. Um, it's been a record that we've wanted to put out for quite a while. Maybe we can get into that, but um, it has been just overwhelming on the response to it it's been really really awesome like family friends um new fans you know completely new people to our music who have never heard us before has been really really awesome and uh it's it's just been insane it's been a lot i we were talking a little bit about how busy we were when we joined but um <laughs> yeah it, it's been awesome it's been really cool yeah. Uh, yeah the record's incredible yes oh thank you the features <laughs> on here insane dude <laughs> Oh, like a kind of a kind of insane for us, low key. I mean, like Aaron Polly feature that Dude. kind of just happened. It's fucking and crazy. Yeah, it just kind of fell in our lap. Like our um, our project manager at Pyrenoids is like really good friends with Aaron, and we were shopping out for features like uh, before the record was coming out, just like seeing like oh who would be good for this song, who would be good for this song, and he was just like, let me hit up Aaron and he it was just a casual thing like shout out Kahil for making that happen but it was like what like dude we grew up with this guy's music you know like we listened to My Cement and our uh and Jamie's elsewhere like in high school days and stuff like that and uh it was just kind of insane to have that and um obviously the only friends on there he's a super good friend now um and pul- the pulses feature absolutely mm-hmm. nailed it Like, we sent it to them, and I think me and Justin were, like, in Nashville doing something. I can't remember what it was, but we got on a video call with them. We were like, hey, this is what we're thinking, and um, we've known Pulses for a while. We've never met them until this last tour. We played a show with them and officially met them, which was really cool. But um, that feature turned out amazing. It was just one video call, and then they sent it back, like, a couple days later, and we were like, damn, that's amazing. Like, so, yeah, all the features on the record have just turned out so, so so yeah yeah it was really like that i was yeah. like oh my god this is crazy yeah i mean so. the one that absolutely blew me away was aaron Polly from of mice and men because just ho- like holy shit like we, we were talking earlier yeah. we have known you guys for a long time like before you even signed and to see the yeah. the band we met on twitter have a fucking feature with aaron from of mice and men i was just like holy shit and then the pulses the we fucking love pulses so to see them on the record yes. was awesome um yeah. but yeah you mentioned this is the record that you guys have wanted to make for a long time. Let's just let's just dive right into that. Like, mm. what what do you mean by that? Okay, um, how do I say this with not like? <laughs> Let me see. Uh, so when we when we wrote Cinemascope, obviously there was a lot of things uh, in a direct. We we kind of went for like obviously a popular direction that we were kind of like, oh, let's make it more. Ex- let's make this genre more accessible to people um for people who don't usually listen to it you know like that that was definitely the goal and um which to be fair it did i got a lot of texts and messages um through that like album cycle where people were like yo i i knew you've been in a band i know you do this type of music um and i like no offense but i never listened to this music it's just not interesting to me you know um but then that record they were like but seriously i have like songs like crash um, Rayla and then Glimmer, like they're like mm-hmm. these. I would never listen to these, but you guys made it accessible in a way to where I can actually listen to it, and I actually really enjoy this record, which was really cool, you know. Um, but there was, I a lot of us felt like 
it was definitely a record where maybe we went too far one way and we um maybe sacrificed a lot of the cool parts that we liked for maybe becoming something that we wanted to um make a more diverse palette for people you know so that way they can like like it um but then immediately after um we oh, what song was it immediately after we finished that record me and seth actually went home and wrote a couple together uh for this one uh, or for the self-titled and oh, i can't remember which ones it was um it was either mercury or film i think it was film actually film was one of three that um were written first because seth wrote there was a there was two demos that obviously didn't make it on the record big sad face um and then uh and then film was a third one and um so we were already in the mindset of like oh we want it to be more technical we want it to be kind of like more us as like our voices on our instruments and obviously vocals too like what we wanted it to be and so basically since cinemascope a lot of these songs have been living in our head and like they've obviously been revised a lot and um like changed and moved around structures have been weird you know whatever but like um since then we've wanted to like be more technical and just do that kind of do the self-title you know and um a lot of them just kind of came up to be that way but yeah so we've we've wanted to release it forever and um when we recorded it we still had to wait a year for it to come out right so it came out in december and we recorded it last december God damn. or i guess now two decembers ago whatever it's the new year i'm yeah. i'm still not activated yet so then <laughs> i i would assume that's why the self-titled on this one was fitting dude yeah like th that's like i guess it's kind of a little story so originally uh obviously there's a track on the self-title called sun in reverse or the sun in reverse and that's what we originally wanted to name the record because um, uh, well, we were sitting in this Airbnb when we were in um, this that we were sitting in for when we were recording with Bo and we were all sitting around one night. It was like maybe half the record was recorded um, and we were sitting at this table eating like tater tots. Or so I can't remember what it was. We had just watched a stupid movie and we were just talking about the record mm -hmm. and um, we were like, what do we want to name it? You know, like uh, this and the whole time, the whole like premise was we finally felt like ourselves and in a direction that we wanted to be going in. And we were really happy with what was going on. And um, I think Seth had mentioned the sun in reverse because it's like this. It's either a tarot card or it's I, I can't remember what it was. Um, don't quote me. But like, I think I think he said it was a tarot card and yeah. how it's like meant to be like. um change and i can't remember so uh forgive me i don't i don't know what that is but um but it sounded really cool i was like sun in reverse that sounds like a really cool album name you know i was like i would be so down for that but then we talked for like another couple hours just about a bunch of different stuff and how it was all coming together and collectively we were all like well what about a self-title you know mm -hmm. and we we obviously know what a self-title means like that kind of just encompasses everything that a band wants to be and is you know and um we just looked at all the features of the record and um who we were like what we were putting into it and it really was just us you know it was like just the three of us doing this record and um we decided that the self-titled was gonna be it so um yeah it all just came together kind of beautifully and it just it, you know it made sense it clicked it clicked so absolutely oh yeah yeah so are you able to tell us a little bit about the cover art for the record as well 
Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, so it's probably some of the, my most favorite cover art we've ever done. Um, but I don't want to, I'm looking it up on Instagram right now because I do not want to say it wrong because this dude <laughs> deserves every bit of credit. Oh, for sure. Um, for sure. Yes, um, we were, I think Seth found the artist on Instagram. We, we, a lot of the time, a little secret, uh, the way Seafloor Farin's cover art, we scroll for out. We doom scroll, <laughs> like just through <laughs> artists yeah. and stuff. And yeah. we're just like, oh my god it, like sometimes it's days loki like the last record cinemascope we scrolled for like probably a month you know just trying to find what would be perfect and yeah. um obviously the cherub came out of that but um no we were scrolling and uh we we send all the stuff that we find to the band chat so there was like no messages you just see this like plethora of like artists in our like you know text chat all these links and um yeah no it was just links and links and links of stuff and like sometimes it was hard to find so we had to like start pinning stuff to the chat because it's like oh this one's cool oh this one's cool yeah. um but we found this guy named morgan gervin and um def and that's what his name is on instagram morgan gervin um literally so sick amazing art and we kind of had we were like yo since it's a self-titled let's we've never done like a literal underwater movie theater like the seafloor cinema right and um that's what we tell people sometimes when they're like what's your band name and because they think it's c4 like the bomb and i'm like oh no it's seafloor cinema like c uh bottom of the seafloor so we always <laughs> used to say underwater movie theater mm -hmm. so we were like what if we actually do an underwater movie theater you know yeah. and so we sent him the idea he sent us back a first draft i think we only went through like a couple and then it finally got it right and it just looked incredible, like with the big whale on there, the like underwater, all the moss on the theater with the seafloor cinema on there. You know, it's just, it was so perfect. And Morgan Gervin is amazing. Shout out to them. Like they absolutely killed it. So um, yeah, that's how the, that's how the cover art came to be. <laughs> I fucking love that you guys did a visual of your name for your self-titled cover art. It's just like a fucking name and the name and the name. It's something. Yeah, yeah, we really doubled down, huh? Yeah, yeah. doubled down on the, the band name. That's yeah. certainly something. Yeah, yeah, it was it was definitely an idea, but I'm honestly so really blessed and shocked that it came out the way it did. You know, absolutely, it was really cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for the album? The writing process for the record is really cool because a lot of the times um, we have we have these things called Seth songs and then Justin songs because they'll like they'll definitely write like I, I, I definitely contribute, you know, because um, they'll give me drum parts and I'm like, that's stupid. I'm not playing that. And then I'll write my own parts. Uh -huh. uh, respectfully, I, I've definitely said that to their face. So it's yep. what it is. But um, yeah. For this record in specific, um, a lot of it was stemmed from that, like when me and Seth came home from uh, Cinemascope and we were just like, we want to play fast, essentially, you know, <laughs> play fast yeah. and just like something crazy. Um, and then he, he'll he write songs a lot of the time and like flush them out fully and then just be like, yo, what should we do with this? And then me and Justin kind of like dissect it, pick it apart and um, kind of tear it up, rearrange it and do stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. And a lot of the time that is what happens. And then Justin um, will, will do that. Not as much as Seth. Seth will freaking just go. Like the dude's a songwriter. He'll just like absolutely just for days, he'll lock himself in his room, get, like buy a new guitar and then just go, you know, it's crazy. Um, but, uh, but Justin will do the same thing, you know, like crop top sorority, the lesson Justin wrote, 
Um, and uh, Jacob Cracks with the Liberty Bell, those are all we call Justin songs because <laughs> they definitely, you know, they deviate a little bit from like our sound, I guess. But like we, um, I think they make up a lot of like what's cool about us. We kind of like do random things and we're just like, well, what if we did this, you know? Um, and uh, we experience or we experimented like sometimes I'll just like write drums for a full song and then just send it to Seth and see what he does with it. You know, so a lot of the time it's just like back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, seeing like what what they come up with, what I come up with. Um, but yeah, specifically for this one, it was a lot of um, Seth just writing a ton and then us picking up, uh, picking it apart and seeing what works. And I think it's kind of cool because the process is like the very first couple songs were like ones that were except for maybe geese attack geese attack was a little later even though it's earlier on the record you can kind of see like the progression of like oh we want to do crazy stuff and then as you get later in the record it's kind of like oh we were experimenting like with ballads and what like just the different types of tastes that we were into at the time you know yeah and um it was really cool but um it's not super represented in the order of the album because we definitely ordered it in a way that we wanted it to sound. But like, if you were to listen to the tracks like in order of where they were written, it definitely had a cool progression. Um, but we wanted to give it a good pace. That's why we ordered it the way it did. But yeah, that's that's kind of how the writing worked for that. And um, this, uh, where whenever the next record is, um, we've been experimenting with new ways. Like uh, me and Seth are actually starting to sit down together in the studio and just go you know just yeah. right we've done that a couple times and um see what comes out of it so hell yeah, yeah. hell yeah fucking love awesome. it <laughs> yeah fuck yeah, yeah. Uh, so what song off this album took longest to write and which one is your personal favorite Ooh, what took longest to write mm-hmm. oh that's a good question um i don't know well one that didn't make it on the record we it was called it's called holy that one probably took maybe the longest to like figure out, but let me let me see. It's uh, it's either like I don't know, because like I said, for the um the writing process, we kind of just send it back and forth, back and forth until it's like kind of completed, you know. Um, mm-hmm. let me think. Well, the ones that definitely had maybe like the most revisions, maybe take drugs kill a bear. Um, I know that was changed a little. That actually wasn't going to be on the record. Um, and that one was originally named Swordfoot, 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 and I have no idea why I was named that. You're, you're, um, made, you're but I would just like to say, I would just like to say, not to interrupt you, no, the song titles are incredible. So good, yes. <laughs> dude. Yeah, it's uh, we we kind of have fun with it. It's been kind of like an every record thing where we're just like, what can we name? the songs that just sound completely stupid um the justin and seth have like this song title list to wherever whenever i say something stupid or they say something stupid they just immediately put it in there you know (laughs) and um like yeah we uh we freaking i think we drove i can't remember where we were on a tour but we drove past bear creek um so like now there's a song title in there called bears in a creek you know and it's just like it's just random random stupid stuff you know and like, like i said take drugs kill a bear is a fallout i think vegas reference um oh. and then a lot of the other ones like justin named crop top sorority which is hilarious um mercury and gatorade is one of our favorite ones I fucking love <laughs> and, uh, that. a lot of yeah. these 
Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's definitely one of my favorite. Actually, I think to answer your previous question, Mercury and Gatorade is probably my favorite song on the record. Um, Good pick. Just because we, that was like maybe one of the middle ones we wrote, or kind of like middle to early ish, but definitely near the middle. And um, it was uh, originally called "If He Was a Cowboy," <laughs> and nice. um, so it's just like crazy stuff. And uh, that one's definitely my favorite just because it's uh, the drums on it are super cool. Um, and I remember where we were, like when we were writing it and um, it was a good time. You know, it was a really, really good time. But oh. yeah, I I don't know what the longest one was or the most difficult one was to write. Um, they all kind of had their own process, you know, so maybe like all of them. <laughs> and uh, this time, big shout out to Bo Bruchelle. Say listen, like, he really worked with us on um kind of how like we wanted to do things so like instead of like sacrificing really cool parts for like maybe making it more accessible he was like you know what? instead of this do it this way but it was tight you know <laughs> so um yeah i don't know they all they all were kind of like that so nice Hell yeah. Hell yeah uh so where is your headspace at while you guys are writing this album headspace um, well, we knew, like I said, we knew we wanted it to be us. Um, and we knew we wanted it to, um, kind of reflect who more in the direction of what we wanted to be doing, maybe like more into our career or later on, um, headspace though, we had just, did we come off a, no, we, we were spending like a month ish. It was more like three weeks and some change um during christmas time and we were all kind of just i don't know the holidays are kind of like i mean not for everyone but the holidays for maybe me and like other uh, the other dudes are sometimes a rough time and a stressful time you know like the holidays aren't super great all the time Mm -hmm. but spending like december with the dudes in an airbnb just us like watching the big lebowski almost Mm -hmm. you know one night and then you know whatever it was um it was a good time and we really felt like we were creating something that that was true to us you know like they had their setups in their room i had my drum set in my room and um we we were just like how do we become the most authentic version of ourselves you know and i don't think you an artist really reaches that point it's like a lifelong process right you're constantly working to like find out who you are and people change too so um, I think at that moment we were trying to find out like, yo, how do we become us in this record in only 12 songs? Cause that's really hard. Right. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Um, but, um, we, the record is, uh, in some areas really goofy, you know, but then in other areas it's serious and sometimes, and it has some of our favorite instrumental work, uh, vocal work, you know what it is, but, uh, yeah, we were just really trying to like encompass something that really felt like us and who we were to ourselves it was like a love letter to ourselves, you know mm-hmm. um which is why it's really cool that people are finding stuff to relate to on their own but um yeah it was a it was a good headspace you know it hasn't always been that way mm-hmm. um yeah. which is why it was really cool that this time it was so uh i love my boys and and uh, i'm really glad that we could do that oh, fuck yeah, yeah. Love it. Yeah, very like incredibly happy to hear that that you were able to spend the holidays oh. with your friends, and uh, it was yeah. a good headspace. That's fucking awesome. Yeah, oh, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, so absolutely. How do you recommend your fans to listen to this album for the first time? Should they play it in the car with friends, dark with headphones on? Should they work out to it? What do you personally recommend? Ooh. Um, well, that's a good question because everyone's different, huh? Mm -hmm. Um, I think uh, the way I will listen to a record personally, it's so weird that I, I still do this. Um, I have like this really old boom box that my dad gave me when I was little and like, I'll just put like a CD in and lock myself in my room and just listen to it and kind of like, um, try to listen to like what the artist is trying to say, or, you know, like what they really tried to encapsulate for that record. Um, so, I mean, that's how I do it, but I also, love being in my car and listening to like whatever at super freaking loud volume and just like driving down pretending like i'm in a movie or whatever but um i don't know like a lot of different people have told us like yo i found your stuff um <clears throat> playing in my coffee shop because you came on shuffle and like now i listen to you all the time um or i listened to you while i was driving in my car because it also came on shuffle so um i think what really speaks to the record especially like trying to be our true selves listen to it wherever you want you know whether that's in headphones in the car working out um in a coffee shop uh or what's the weirdest one we've ever got we went to a taco shop one time and they were like yo like you guys look like a band we get that a lot super long i, I have my hair tied up but like we always super long hair and they're like you look like a band and i'm like oh shoot well yeah and then we tell them and then um usually it doesn't happen it's like oh we'll check you guys out you know yeah. But uh, dude started playing our music like just while we were there. And I was like, oh no. And they're like, I'm gonna tell my whole family about you guys, my friends, you know, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, sick, dude. <laughs> like, that's <laughs> awesome, man. So yeah, anywhere, <laughs> really anywhere, dude. <laughs> that, that's crazy. Awesome. That That's fucking, people, people take that like the next step, but at least like, that yeah. person was serious about checking you guys out like nine times out of ten don't, don't mean shit but that guy was like we're gonna listen to it right here right now with right you guys now yeah <laughs> we're gonna stare at you they were stoked to too. Um, yeah yeah they were stoked <laughs> that's great that's great um so this question should be super super quick off the top of your head i want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words no more no less oh we actually played this game when we were naming the album um <sighs> Oh shoot, what did I say that day? Um I think it was like meaningful, uh quirky and fast. <laughs> All right. So I would know. agree. Yeah. Hell sure. yeah. Heck yeah, thank you. Hell yeah. Uh so is there a certain feeling or emotion you want this album to invoke in your listeners? Um meaningful or maybe like because i obviously we listened to the test press when pure noise sent it to us um on vinyl but it wasn't until like literally the other day i just sat down and listened to like the vinyl and i was like what what was i feeling for the first time because it wasn't like i was critiquing like oh this needs to be louder or this you know this this or whatever it was it was just me listening for the sake of listening and um we have a bunch of people that tell us what they feel when um, listening to the record and how fun it is, how meaningful it is to them, or sometimes even people have gotten like stuff tattooed on them from the records. And it's just like, um, I think what we're trying to do is maybe invoke a sense of like family with everybody, you know? Um, cause a lot of the songs are about like 
either relationship issues or um, world issues or, you know, wh whatever it is. Um, but that no matter what's going on around you, that like everyone's a family, you know, I'm, I'm personally a huge believer in chosen family, you know, um, like I do love some of my blood family, but there also is people in my life that I have um, attained as friends that all have become seriously close to me. And um, whenever this last tour that we did with Craig Owens, like the shows were, the people that have followed us for a long time, we'd hang out with them and it, it just, it just felt like home, mm -hmm. you know? So I really hope people feel like um, they're in a place that they belong and in a place to where they can, you know, be themselves. Cause we, we finally did with the self-titled and we're going to continue to do so. So um, yeah. Yeah. Maybe something, something like that. Right. <laughs> I love that. That's so goddamn sweet. Yeah. Damn. That's uh, fucking yeah. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying, you know, we're trying. <laughs> Um, so can you talk about any particularly challenging or standout moments from the creation of this album, positive or negative? Well, what was challenge? Well, so we, we didn't have as much time as we thought, you know, usually it's like exactly a month or a little bit more than a month. This one was literally like three weeks, mm -hmm. you know, we, we had to record it in three weeks and a lot of the songs that maybe were going to be on there weren't, um, because we just didn't have enough time to flesh them out or they weren't um just weren't ready you know um i remember sitting in the studio one day where bo was talking about like yo i wish we had like a month to just do guitars you know and just to like just to figure out all um what amps they would want to use what um sounds they would want to get out of them and um this is also the first time that i have done drums every day you know, like the recording process was weird. Usually you do drums last or, or, or excuse me. No, usually you do drums first. Mm -hmm. And both of these records, the last one, I did the drums last when everything was done. And then this one I did every day with the song. So we've just been trying really. Yeah, it was weird, really weird recording, you know, things to do. And maybe that was a positive because it's really cool i kind of liked going through as the song changed changing the parts for the drums too like with it but um yeah i don't know that was definitely i don't think it was a negative it was definitely a positive that kind of gave me like a, a oh like this is a new way of recording and um it kind of like makes you super involved you know mm -hmm. like i would go in start the day with drums and we change stuff and then they do guitars and bass and then justin would either do vocals first if he was ready he kind of transitioned into doing it last so that way like um if we needed to change something like he could do it on the spot um yeah. but i don't know i don't think there was anything really negative about it uh like i guess the only negatives were like a couple of the songs that we really wanted on there didn't make it um but uh, but it makes sense, you know, listening to the contrast to those and to the ones that uh, eventually ended up, I was like, oh, God, I'm so glad that we didn't put that on there because it would have sounded crazy, you know, yeah. um, but maybe next record. Um, but yeah, I think a lot of the positives were the way we recorded um, the mindset, like Bo was super nice like super giddy, like showing us random YouTube videos that he just like he put on one day. I kid you not like top 10 prisons of the world while he was like mixing stuff and i was like why why are we watching it was so funny it was so funny like it was just it was a fun like little time you know but then when it came down to it like the recording process was super cool and um our video guy um our video and like photo guy jacob that we take on every tour with us he showed up halfway through 
um the, or he was like there the last week i think and just capturing like the fun times and um we have a video where like i'm going back and forth with Bo talking about something and he like pans to Bo, and every time he pans back to me like i'm holding like justin and seth would like put more items of like clothing or like cups or something on me and it was like a super serious video but it was hilarious. i i don't know if we ever posted that as a tiktok but like you know it, it was just a really positive recording process and um i'm really grateful that there wasn't a lot of negative and i think maybe anything that got into that realm it wasn't negative but it was a stressful passion mm -hmm. to get things right you yeah. know uh with little time that we had so um yeah i think that's i think that's what it was that's awesome yeah. i love that awesome uh, so, <laughs> for this last question, we are dropping the entirety of the Seafloor Cinema in a horror movie. Who is dying first, and who is making it to the end? Um, I think Seth's dying first. <laughs> just, uh, I'm, he's gonna hear this, he's gonna be so mad. Um, mm -hmm. but just, uh, I, I don't know, no survival instincts. <laughs> no, uh, I freaking love him, um. But not only because I'm the one talking, but I would probably definitely die second. Mm -hmm. And the only reason um, I say this, me and Seth would maybe die at the same time. I'm not sure. Uh, I watch a lot of horror movies. They're like, I, I love them to death. But um, Justin, Justin, we call him uh, to this day. And in the chat, his name is Fearless Leader. Um, because the dude, like, he goes camping, he, um, does a lot of the stuff, like, on the car when it, like, blows up on tour. Mm -hmm. He just has a lot of, like, survival instincts that are, like, peak, you know? So, a lot of the time when me and Seth are just sitting there, like, mm, I don't know what to do, like, he'll just, like, he'll just help out. So, yeah. Justin is definitely making it to the end of the horror film. And, um, uh, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll die first. Who knows? But me and Seth are definitely. I mean, die. you talked a lot <laughs> of shit there on Seth. He's got to die first now. You locked that in. I know. I know. <laughs> my God, dude. Like we. Oh my God. But um, funny little tidbit. Actually, we were supposed to do a horror video for um, if this were a film, and it never happened because we just couldn't make it work. Uh, we were actually supposed to. I think I could talk about it. It, it, it didn't happen. So um, we're going to, the guy that does Bad Omens, um, their music videos, uh, or the most recent, I can't remember which one it was, but uh, we were in contact with him. We were going to fly out to Jersey and do this whole like murder house type beat thing because yeah. uh, Only Friends on that song. And um, we were going to, and he wears, he wears like a pumpkin head mask thing. So he was going to be like, in the horror video we were all gonna be in it we were gonna like die it was gonna be we were gonna bring in like a bunch of people from different bands like as like a ring thing like the we were we would be streaming in the music video and the killer comes like and kills bands that stream or doing con i don't know it was a whole concept we never really finished it but um so in that Seth would have died first. No. Nope. <laughs> uh, All no. to say, Seth is still dying first. Yeah. <laughs> he's going to kill me. Oh, God, he's going to kill me. Oh, God. That's incredible. Uh, That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. Seth, we love yeah. you. Um, yeah. We love you. I love Seth. He's my brother. Dude. I love, he's my best friend. So. I love it. So, as Goya said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? Um shout out to pure noise record for always being super amazing to us shout out to bo brichelle for literally making our vision come true shout out to all our features aaron Polly, only friend pulses 
Uh, and shout out to you guys for being seriously super awesome. You like this is literally, I think, the chillest interview I've ever had in my life. Thank you. <laughs> so um, yeah, no, um, yeah, and definitely shout out to our manager Kyle because he puts up with our nonsense. Oh yeah, oh yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, thank you for It's been Tim from the Seafloor Cinema, and we have been the Good Noise Podcast. <laughs>